please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. What is it, ladies and gentlemen? You say it's spoiler alert episode. What? Yeah, we'll call it a spoiler. Uh, yeah, or just a spoiler episode or a spoiler alert episode. A spoiler ep. Spoiler episode. What's the full title though? What is would the, the full spoiler name? episode? Spoiler alert episode. Sure. I think I'm just adding that for the very first time. Yeah, I think you are <laughs> too. <laughs> well, now episode 58, we're calling it a spoiler alert episode. Right. Because <laughs> so we're not doing any spoilers. We're just alerting. We're people just alerting about you them. that they might happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is spoiler episode 58. We're gonna. Um, uh, talk about uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. So any of you new to the show, as we always have to say, we will talk about the entire film, the ending, key points. Yes. So if you have not seen the movie and you don't want it ruined for you, why did you start? Why did you download a thing called a spoiler app? So ask you, you need to ask yourself some tough questions. Yeah. So uh, do that and then come back. And then come back. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do the Baby Driver spoiler app, is there a company you'd like to discuss, Chris? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Oh. HelloFresh.com. Delivering delicious gourmet meals to your house. And what I love about them, too, is you, depending on your lifestyle and your choices that you make, they have a package for you. They have so, the like, if you're ones. a swinger. If you're a swinger, swinger you could, they have the swinger package. You a, yes. If you're a furry, <laughs> yeah. you can get... Whatever you want. You're brony? Sure. <laughs> Whatever, they have a package for you. Uh, what I love about it is they have like the regular uh, package where you can get uh, up to three to five meals delivered and it's um, for two people. But then there's a vegetarian option for you and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And then we do the family option. We just had uh, pork burgers and with uh, like apples on top of them and they were so good. And I've never had pork burgers before. I like them better than beef. Well, that's the really thing, too, tasty. that I love about HelloFresh is they come up with recipes. I, we've had a, some sent to us where I'm just like, I don't know. And then right. I make it. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah, this makes perfect sense. Like even Audrey, my wife, Audrey, when she's making them, we're like, you know, with uh, even like just a salad dressing is like, well, vinegar and oil. But then you're adding tomato paste to it. That doesn't make any sense. And then you eat it. Like, oh, this is delicious. It's the little thing. Yeah. It's like you uh-huh. say, it's like the apples on top of the burger. It's the right. tomato paste. It's the little like they'll give you like a little tube of some oil or something and you're like yes. all right i've never all been right, this before we'll see. and it tastes fantastic yeah it's really good so um but like we said we're never going to make you pay full price no. so if you go to hellofresh.com use the coupon code comedy film nerds 30 that's comedy film nerds 30 and get 30 dollars off your first order 30 dollars off well that's you can get a meal right there it is it's easily easy Nice. It's even more than a meal, too, because it's like less than $10 a meal. If you're just a, a lonely couple mm-hmm. that uh, don't have any children to cook for. We're not lonely. We're having a blast. <laughs> We're well-rested. We go do fun things. I know you're not exhausted all the time. You have time to cook HelloFresh yes, meals. Yes, I do. It's yes. fantastic. <laughs> so um, you And it's they actually lowered their prices, so they're under $10 a meal now. So too, the $30 so. you're saving by using Comedy Film Nerds 30, you're getting a two, three free meals. Exactly. It's more than worth it. To definitely to try out. The other thing I like too is once you're a member, you could send free meals to friends. Like uh, like I sent my mom. They're nationwide now too. So I oh, sent wow. my mom like like three free meals uh, just to test out the service. So you can do that too once you're uh, once you're on board. You could spread the joy. 
Spread the joy, guys. Go to uh, uh, HelloFresh.com and use the coupon code COMEDYFILMNERDS30. All right. Let's discuss... Baby Driver. Baby Driver. I want to start because when I was watching this movie, I, I was thinking about it like maybe this is kind of like Drive or one of these movies that's like everyone else is going to like but me. I really... It, it didn't resonate with me. I didn't like the film. Uh, and it wasn't one of those things that I could even put my finger on one thing that I didn't really like about it. It was just the whole thing just didn't work for me on an action level, on a character level, you know, on an acting level, on a directing level. It just it fell flat for me. And I know I'm going to be in the vast minority because I really think this is the kind of movie that people are really going to like. I feel like I'm in the Little Miss Sunshine camp again because I never liked that movie. Really? And that one it won like an Academy Award for like for the script, which I felt was the weakest part. But I will say, I think the thing that bothered me the most is I'd never really felt empathy or grabbed onto the main character. Um, Aaron, what's the name of the actor's name? If you could, if you could pull that up right for us, uh, Ansel, Ansel Elgort. Elgort, like as baby, and I really just felt like, you know, I, we got all the backstory, what happened to him, you know, he's got the tinnitus, and he's got all these issues and problems, and you know, but he makes, you know, he's a great driver, he's a great getaway driver. Uh, there was a lot of things that, like, you're supposed to like about this character, but it was something about the actor and the portrayal and the performance. That just never I, I could could just not connect with, and then there was a lot of like weird like inconsistencies in the movie. Like I'll, I'll give you an example. Like uh, the boss Kevin Spacey says, "I never use uh, the same crew twice." I'm like, "Well, you seem to use John Hamm and his girlfriend in every single uh, job." So it's like, and then uh, th- this is not a spoiler. Well, there was uh, one oh, job with right. Well, the second job didn't have him. Didn't have John. It was it was Flea. Um, and the Asian guy, and then Jamie Foxx. Oh, right. And then they and then they brought... Yeah, so he missed one. He missed one. Yeah, him <laughs> and his girlfriend one. missed right. one. He missed one. And then uh, there's... But there was also some weird things like... Now, maybe I missed this, Graham, and you could uh, you could tell me if this was up. But at the end, there's a gunfight uh, with um, Kevin Spacey, a bunch of crooked policemen, and then, of course, our heroes at the end. Kevin Spacey gets hit in the back with a shotgun, and he seems to just kind of shake it off. <laughs> like, was, were they beanbags in there? Or, like, <laughs> like there was a couple of just weird things. Like, the, you know, there was some weird foreshadowing with, like, uh, baby, he's the driver, so he's, he's never going to get his hands dirty. Then all the other crooks are like, well, someday you are going to get your hands dirty. I'm like, okay, you know. And then with the cliches of this is my last job, and, like, I know where this is. I, anyone who's ever seen an action heist thriller knows what's coming next in this sequence of events. Like, yes, he he can't get out. He's going to be He's going to escape with the yeah, girl. And, and he's, he is going to have to get his hands dirty and all, all these things. So... It never really resonated with me, and then this is the kind of movie, like I said, I'm sure a lot of you out there listening really liked it, but it didn't work for me. So, Graham, I'm very curious to hear what you thought. Um, I, I got to tell you that I um, was excited to see this. Yes, so was I. But I I'm an Edgar Wright fan, yeah, too. I'm an Edgar Wright fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like all these actors. Yes, so do um, I. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, Ainsel uh, Elgort was great in um, The Spectacular Now. Yes, and um, that movie I loved. He's fant- He's great mm-hmm. in it. He's he's so, and and all right. He's a he's a new young actor. So right. 
like we don't know what his abilities are. You know, you know, he's probably mm. five, ten years younger than Miles Teller. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. he's yeah. that next wave. And so uh, I love seeing. You know, I, I like John Hamm, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx, especially mm. seeing Jamie Foxx, Kevin Spacey. I like all these guys. It's great. All all these guys, especially. Mm-hmm. I was excited because I was like, well, John Hamm and Jamie Foxx, you know, have played a lot. I mean, obviously, you know. Uh, Mad Men, you know, Don Draper is a very kind of conflicted, torn, you know, yes. troubled guy, uh-huh. but he's not a criminal. Right. And Jamie Foxx typically plays, you know, funny guy, good looking guy, you know, right. the, the cool guy, whatever. Or Ray Charles. Or Ray Charles. Or like, which or like he heavy, the, dramatic. Heavy, yeah. Yeah. Or the, the movie, and I'm forgetting the name that he did with Tom Cruise, where he's the cab driver and Tom Cruise is like the hitman. Collateral. 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 Yes. I loved him in mm-hmm. Collateral. So mm-hmm. I was excited at like a tattooed thug Jamie Foxx, right. we really haven't seen yep. him play this, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Like he wasn't yeah. stereotyped as that, like, oh, black actor, you always got to play the thug. Right. So he's gotten to do a wide range of things. So the fact that he's coming into this now, later, I'm like, well, this will be cool. And to see a scruffy, crazy John Hamm, he's right. always he's always slicked up, leading man looking. Right. So this is great. And Kevin Spacey being bad, bad mean <laughs> Kevin Spacey, I yeah. love it. You know, yeah. you will do what I say. You know, when yeah. he doesn't move mm-hmm. his upper lip, however he talks. Who is Kaiser Sose? Yeah, exactly. I mean... <laughs> The the House of Cards is a ridiculous show, but he's great. Right. <laughs> House of Cards is a soap opera. It's a fine soap opera. So I going into it, it's he makes that show. He makes that show. Yeah. Going into it, I was like, I'm on board. I like the idea, and I saw, it and I was like, oh, there's going to be some cool driving stunts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, some young actresses I, I'm not familiar with. Maybe maybe they'll be given some cool stuff to do. Right, right. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes had it at 97%. Wow, really? I am suspect of them. I've heard, I was on um, Ice House Chronicles several months ago, and Brian Redman was like, he thinks they're, he is like, has... Like he feels like there's it's bullshit. Like they're bullshit. They'll pump up certain things. It's like radio payola. Yeah, he's he thing. really feels that way. He had some evidence even to suggest it. So well, I was it's like, a, well, it's you know corporate owned. It is corporate unlike owned. comedy film nerds, Not, independently owned. Only way we can do this is through you valuable people on the Patreon. Yes, and that means we get to say and can say whatever whatever we want. We want. We're not owned by NBC Universal that owns no. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. No, we're barely owned by ourselves. <laughs> Bare, barely. <laughs> yeah, barely. Um. So I was like pumped the fact that I mean so this is this is we're releasing this on July 4th but we take this whole week of July 4th off so we're recording this yes on Thursday the 29th and I was like I had the idea I'm like oh the movies they're early releasing it Wednesday night right so like for oh, the big 4th of July for weekend the big 4th of July weekend mm-hmm. so it can have a big I was like awesome and so Lindsay and I went to the food movie oh yeah we're in a can't lose. Already, already in like a, a good mood. To I'm, see the a, movie. I'm fired yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, all right. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, this sucks. There was some okay moments, but I felt kind of just like. Oh, so you didn't love it? I did not love it. Wow. In the food theater. In the food theater. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of happy to hear that. So I'm not the odd man out. I don't think this. that you are. Unless. <laughs> Now, like, and I said, you know, because again, it's all, I mean, it's a spoiler up, so we can obviously talk about it. I knew it was so predictable. I go, all right, Kevin Spacey, because he says, you know, one more job and then we're even. We're yeah. good. Okay. Uh, 
So that's I know he's going to get drawn back right. in. And a lot of that's in the trailer, too. A lot of that's in the Even trailer. The cliche lines like, oh, you got a real pretty girlfriend. Let's keep it that way. I'm like, really? Oh, I really? know. I know they're going to capture the girlfriend. I know yeah. they're I know they're going to threaten her. I know all these thugs. You know, what's his name? Can you scroll down the cast, uh, Aaron? So um, and go back to the uh, beginning. This guy that's in the first scene. All right. John, Bern- John Bernthal from Walking Dead. I kind of Punisher and the Punisher. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of like him, but I feel like, and maybe this isn't his fault. Maybe it's not, maybe it's just the way they they cast him in the same guy all the time. But he's always like, hey, what? Honestly, that's how they're casting him. It's like the Michael Shannon right. curse. It's like you know, or, oh, you're you're this you know, intimidating uh, tough guy. Well, then we'll just give you those roles over constantly. And, over again. and mm-hmm. this is where I felt like maybe there was a writing or a structural problem, which is weird to say with Edgar Wright. Right. But he was just, in the very beginning, they're out getting ready for the first job, and he's all like, I don't trust this guy, baby, with his listening to his music. Yeah, yeah. Why do so you mad. give a shit? Yeah, he already, he already drove away from all the cops and saved you. What, what, do you what do you care? Wouldn't all you criminals be like, this guy's a fucking weirdo, but I don't give a shit. He's the right. best driver in the business. Exactly. Like that movie, Drive. Right, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't they all be going, hey, man. He's the best driver. He doesn't carry a gun. He just drives. That's it. As as uh, and no one complains about it because he does his job. As Batman says, cr- criminals are are a uh, cowardly and suspicious lot, or whatever. It's a superstitious right. lot. Yeah. Right. So wouldn't they just be like, "Hey, man, don't fuck with the kid." Remember right. that thing he saved. He saved you. They would all be going. You save my ass. Yeah. I'll do whatever you. So they're all like, right. "Who's this book he did? Yeah. So let him wear his sunglasses and listen to I his don't music. Care. Yeah. And there's some funny moments, like there's some nice Edgar Wright, you know, he's good with like wise-ass dialogue. And they feel like some of them, because he's trying to do this serious thriller, they almost felt forced in. Like, well, I still have to make this Edgar Wrighty. Yeah, so. Exactly. That's that's a good mm -hmm. way to put it. I felt like um, it's like sometimes it was, what's his, the the Coen Brothers movie with George Clooney and. um, No brother were out, though. No, no, and uh, uh, the lesser one, the, and where he's the divorce attorney. Intolerable with, cruelty. Yes. Yes. Intolerable cruelty. I remember I went to that movie, and I went. I felt like someone was doing a Coen Brothers knockoff. Well, they didn't even want to do that movie, and the studio convinced them to do that movie, and that, and you could tell. You like, could tell. Like this isn't what Edgar Wright does, and it comes across as, oh, this isn't what Edgar Wright does. <laughs> it felt like someone said, they hired another director and said, give it that Edgar Wright feel. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, give it that Barton Fink feel. Yeah. You know? like it, it felt like that, and so there's moments- It's weird, because he said, he, he said on various podcasts he's been on that, we will not name, that uh, he had this idea for 20 years. Like, this is all him. This is his This is This is when he had in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. The boot. Yeah. <laughs> Stand in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, well, that's a good point. I wonder if it's. That could mean it was a really old script. It was a really old script, and he has, you know, he's evolved and transformed as an artist and as a director, and this script was, it, you know what I mean? It's like if you went into your notes from 20 years ago, your comedy right. joke notes from 20 years ago. You know, You'd go, well, I, I should probably revise some of these Some things. of these might be yeah. revised. I mean, obviously, some of them would just technologically would be defunct. Like, I have a pager bit from 20 years right? ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, I wonder if that's it. Like, because, you know, I've never, you know, I know he's 
he's on Doug Loves Movies. I've never been on Doug Loves Movies with him, and he's, he seems like a really cool, personable guy, and he's funny, yeah. and 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 he digs it, and he and he loves movies. He, uh, you know, obviously he's a he's not just like some of these studio people that just feel like they're sort of corporate shills or whatever. Right, like they right. just hire mm-hmm. just a yes man to. So that's why. But that that that's an interesting point that Aaron brings up, and I wonder if that's why it's sort of just felt a little flat flat right and again like he's one of those guys though he's a, he's an interesting enough filmmaker that there's always something interesting right you didn't watch. walk out of there right like, going the go that was the worst movie i've no. ever seen no, you're like, what did brad was... radner directed yeah exactly yeah. you're like that was entertaining that was right. cool right but i was even after seeing transformers i was right. like well anything's gonna be it was better. just so yeah. it was so predictable and then john ham oh all right he they can't kill him Right. So they, he keeps coming back. <laughs> you see him get shot and killed yeah. and blown up a thousand times, yeah. and then he yeah. shows up in the diner. He's, he's Jason. Yeah, he's yes. <laughs> he's a much better looking yes. Jason. <laughs> um, and so, you know, and again, all these actors did fairly interesting things, but it just felt like it was so predictable. It was. It was. A, you know. It was. It was a by the notes and by the numbers kind of uh, thriller slash heist. But. but and, uh, well, go ahead. I have more. Uh, well, even just like what I said before, even with like the characters, like I would have seen, I would have liked something interesting being done with like Kevin Spacey or something like, like I, I think the most interesting character out of all of them was uh, Jamie Foxx's character, Bats, mm-hmm. where he comes off as this crazy guy, but he also comes off as very smart, which was, oh, that's an interesting, like, like he's like nailing John Hamm on what kind of person he is in his history. So I thought, well, that's a little bit more interesting. Why can't all the characters have those traits? That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, he had he had more of a. I mean, we learn a lot about Baby. We learn who his mom was. We learn why he goes to this diner. Right. You know, like that was interesting. We see, and that's how he meets the girlfriend. But again, she was sort of just a two-dimensional girlfriend. Right, the waitress girlfriend. The waitress girlfriend who's just- I'm with you, baby. I'm with you, baby. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna take you out of this place. Okay, we don't know anything else about (laughs) her. And it's just sort of that thing like enough, she wasn't fleshed out enough. Eye candy. She was eye candy. And she was just this symbol of the girlfriend that I can now threaten you with. Right, Because I'm Kevin Spacey. Now, Kevin Mm -hmm. Spacey was a very sort of predictable bad guy, but- that was okay. Like you just like he's a crime boss. And the thing I did like is then at the very end, when he was like, you know what, you can't get the fuck out of here. Take the money. Right. The cops are coming for you. Here's you know, love conquers all. Love conquers all. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that was kind of cool. Right. Um. And then, but like when I was talking about before, it didn't it look like he got shot in the back with yes. like, a, and then he just kind of shook it off. Like well, they, what are you, they what are you all doing? had vest. All the cops, the bad cops, had vests on. I was like, mm-hmm. so does he have a vest? Yeah, it made it made, or was it beanbags in the shotgun, or like it made, it, it was it was very unclear. Like like that was it? It was never revealed that he was would always wear a vest under his suit, but I, I don't know. Yeah, and I and I felt like I just knew like there's gonna be a. From the moment he meets the girl, I'm like, yep, there's going to be a scene where they're riding in the car, driving away. Now, the the one twist at the end was he does get arrested. Yes. You see him in prison, mm-hmm. and you see him sort of either, I, I don't know, it's kind of flashing back either to his trial and or his parole hearing. Right. So that was a little interesting because right. it would have- He did get caught. He did get caught because had he mm-hmm. just gotten away scot-free- Right. 
that would have been like because he, he ended up killing people too. Yeah. So they give him a five year sentence instead of a twenty five year sentence. So that was sort of an interesting wrinkle that was a little different than some good character witnesses came up. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was that was, a was interesting. interesting. Yeah, and like the woman at the bank mm-hmm. was like, you know, he he was nice guy, and he 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 told me to get out of there, like he was trying to rescue me. Like right. that was before he killed Jamie Foxx. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who was the he drove a pole through his yes. chest. So it was like, well, even when he had to kill, it was justifiable. Jamie Foxx right. is a loose cannon that wants to kill everybody, and so right. he's got to do that. Like John Hamm and his girlfriend. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they, they. Then it was like it was like the Wild Bunch at the end. Like it was uh, machine guns in both hands. Well, now we're in a uh, Rodriguez movie. Right. Yeah. So it was. Um, it was. It was. It was like more machine guns than heat in that bank yeah, shootout. Yeah. It was. I'm like, really? And also, clearly, these are prop guns because then they have no recoil on any of these. So she yeah. could just like, carry two machine guns and just keep firing them. So Yeah, she's probably 105 Right, yeah. So the thing I had to ask when I when I left, because my girlfriend was like, oh, it was, you know, I said, what did you think of it? And she goes, you know, it was cool. It was fun. She goes, it wasn't amazing but kind of similar to what we said mm. but wasn't as hard on it and i said you know i don't know maybe i'm burnt out maybe <laughs> i'm just watching so many movies mm, i don't think that was it not with this one no because I, I i thought about that too and i was like no there's this one's it's missing the mark because it was interesting when we did the war machine spoiler up right you and I went into all the problems right. we have with that. And Jimmy Dore goes, man, you guys watch too yeah. many movies. Well, I think that's an extreme example because he doesn't watch any. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we are Literally. on the, uh, yeah. either end of the spectrum. Yeah. We watch 200 movies a year and right. he, watches he watches three. Yeah, because yeah. we make him. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, I, was wonder- I was wondering, like, am I just getting... Well, then we wouldn't have liked Wonder Woman, though. Right. You know, that's there's, true. There's definitely, and like, you know, I really also enjoyed uh, um, Patterson. Mm-hmm. So there's there's movies that we've seen recently that were were good. I guess I haven't seen that. I mean, like Beatrice at Dinner was just uh, okay. okay. Rough yeah. Night was horrible. The well, Mummy was shitty. Well, yeah, but those are all accurate descriptions. Right. <laughs> those aren't you being jaded. Yeah. Those, uh, I feel like I'm a little. I don't know. Like, cause I'm sitting there, and when the this let's movie, see what happens with Spider Man and War of the Planet of the Apes, and see how you come down on those. Okay, and Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. And Dunkirk, yeah. That that when does Dunkirk come out, Aaron? Soon. Yeah, it's next month. Next sure. month. So that because that one looks stunning. Part of me, stunning. I was in the theater going, you know, I'm in my comfortable movie chairs, mm-hmm. you know, food movie theaters. I got nice food. July twenty first. July twenty first. July twenty first. Okay. And I was parting there was like, God, I don't even, like, I don't want to, I feel like I haven't, I don't, I don't like, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I don't know if I'd see this. You know, like, I just (laughs) want to go to these shitty movies. And I don't, you know. So I was, Sometimes those are our best episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know when I'm furious, but, but I don't know. And I just, I guess maybe. But, you know, I liked it even less than you did. I guess maybe I'm wanting to see more. I guess I want to see m- more film, more art that is like maybe a little, maybe because I'm doing more political stuff. I want stuff to be a little more political because, or have some kind of point. Like we talked about it a little bit with Kimberly Browning in the in the Wonder Woman episode. We're we're having a, a larger conversation about movie stories, and she's like, 
you know, how come there aren't more stories like Moonlight? And I was like, or Lion. And right. Granted, I know they backload those for the Oscars, all the really solid movies. They they dump them all. It's true, you know. Not dump, but I mean, they release them all to get Oscar consideration. So it's it's like, also a timing issue too, because if you release an Oscar movie too early in the year, oh yeah, you get screwed. Forget, people forget about it. And they won't vote for it. So that's why everything loads up towards the end of the year for the qualifying screenings. I know, which is tough. But I guess I guess we've been spoiled the last couple summers. We've had really solid movies coming out. We have. And this summer is just like May and June were like I mean some Guardians dead, some, some and dead space. Guardians and Wonder Woman, really. Yeah, I mean there those was... are the two been the two really the the standouts. But like I, I mean said, Logan got... was decent, but like but I mean, Logan came out early. Yeah, it came out way early. Like we yeah. haven't had like week after week of like, oh, right on. And sometimes in the summer, they release those sort of lower budget indies that are really that really pop. Yeah, and it, we haven't. They're well, also too, they're not getting the uh, they're not getting the marketing push mm-hmm. because you know we're we're getting and that happens every summer too. You get all the marketing budget goes into the tent poles because they've spent so much money. You know, a smaller indie. Uh, generally, they um, if they do get released during the summer as counter programming, they don't get the marketing push that uh, the other ones get. And I'm, I'm not saying too that everything... actually Beatrice at dinner is a good example of that. That's mm-hmm. uh, where it was. This is you know we we know you have all these tent poles and all these big budget blockbusters. We're going to release this at the same time to get the rest of you that don't want to see those movies. Right, which is and it, it was okay for that, but right. it wasn't. But it doesn't mean it's a great movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not saying everything has to be some heavy political thing but i just free I, I worry that like and there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with frivolous art or entertainment there's nothing wrong with popcorn it. movies are great we love popcorn movies provided they don't block entry like if they take up all the space and so nothing of any sort of social or political value or right. commentary can get in because they've taken up everything that's when it becomes a problem well the good thing is jumanji will only take up space for probably a couple of days <laughs> So <laughs> there won't be much space we'll to get eighty-five percent of all screens for <laughs> yeah a couple of for days. forty minutes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna pull it midway through. Yeah, They're yeah. Gonna say, gonna the cancel things it. gonna shut down, folks. Here's some passes. Yeah. Thanks. We're, let, let us save you some time. Yeah, <laughs> we know half of you are on your way out to the front as it's as it is. Here's a download card. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, the other stuff with, I mean, I love the music in Baby Driver and I love- Well, that's one thing I wanted to mention was the music, it was almost like a Cameron Crowe movie mm-hmm. where the music was its own character and it was a big part of the film. Well, he had to, I mean, it was really, that was really cool and that was very inventive and that was the thing of like, even Edgar Wright is becoming one of those filmmakers, even if it's a misfire, it's still interesting. Right. Because that stuff- I think the stuff with the music was interesting. was fantastic. And I was like, wow, he didn't just add music later. He had to have these beats and have- Because Angel Eggert is mouthing the lyrics because that's how he gets through his day and does everything. The mixtape thing was a little weird where he made like- uh... Uh, mixtapes from the conversations that the criminals would have. Right. And uh, that came back to bite him. But it was like a weird plot can That was plot a confusing thing. because yeah. I thought I thought he was like, oh, he's, he's going to take the raw footage from all this and that's going to like get him out. Right, get him some security. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to leverage that. Or, it's or like, no, he's making mixtapes. And literally didn't do anything with any of the other stuff. No. <laughs> that was a weird red herring that just sort of yeah. kind of went nowhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the music thing was cool and how they, how he edited it to the music, how right. it was, a like you say, it was a character yes. in the film. 
um, that was really cool and inventive and, and, and worth seeing. I don't know if anyone out there listening, like maybe isn't as jaded as we are, <laughs> maybe just thought, oh, this movie was a blast front to back. I don't know what your yep. guys' problem was. Let us know on Twitter, like what you guys, if you guys yeah. liked the film. Or YouTube or Facebook or wherever yep. you're mm-hmm. consuming this. Yeah. Um, we respect any opinion um, politely. Politely. And respectfully given. <laughs> as long as you start with point of order. Yes. We will, <laughs> we will gladly listen to what you have to say. Because that's the thing I was asking is I was trying to be fair to this movie. I was like, maybe I'm just fried. Mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, so I don't think that was it. Uh, you know, and maybe I, I wasn't giving this movie a fair chance, but. No, you liked it more than me. <laughs> so I think he did. <laughs> do you guys think uh, it's completely off topic? But do you guys think this is, his costume choice here is a is a, a Han Solo reference? That's what I see. When I look at that. <laughs> oh what, well, yeah. What, I, see, I mean, it could With be the vest. Yeah, it, it, it could be vest, brown shirt. It. I don't know. And the scowl. Yeah, he's, he's not the guy. I, I'm sure he was probably up for the. The other for young Han Solo, yeah. right? Well, he but... may still get the part. You know the way people are getting fired from that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's why I was just checking. He's not actually yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. I um, let's go. Let's find what the, the the budget on this was. Scroll down. Forty. Forty million. Forty, 40 million dollars. Okay. okay. You know what? For actually, for an action movie with car chases, that's actually low. It is low. Mm-hmm. And they shot it all in Atlanta because Georgia. There's a lot of production happening in Georgia because Georgia has big uh, tax breaks. So, um, like Janet Varney is doing a show, Stand Against Evil, that's yes. shooting in Georgia. Mm-hmm. In Georgia, and so Atlanta. I know a lot of people who've worked either in front of or behind the camera, and many of them are are going there, and they have big production facilities. So it was all shot down. So that's kind of a cool thing. I've been, I've performed in Atlanta a bunch, and so it was cool to see uh, downtown Atlanta was sort of the backdrop for a lot of these car chases and stuff, which I thought was cool. Right, because. Um, there's not a lot of movies that like take place in Atlanta, you know. Um, so that was a cool thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked. There's a lot of production going on in Atlanta right now. Yeah. TV shows too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's weird. You, tax breaks. People come and shoot in your in your city and state. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Take a lesson, Albuquerque. Yeah. Well, New Mexico had them, and then yeah, they, they then voted it down. So, uh, and that's weird. The production left. Yeah. All <laughs> the production split. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's um, I liked the uh, I liked babies. His uh, his foster dad was a deaf man, um, and so they had a kind of a cool relationship. Right, that was cool. So they're signing and there's subtitles for that. Mm-hmm. And he's not dumb. He knows that that baby's working for criminals because he comes home and throws money under the in the floorboards. Right. Um, which was which was interesting. I guess I mean there's certain things, I could see people could say. Well, yeah, Graham, it's a heist movie, so of course it's going to have these things. You right. know this going in. It's like mm-hmm. a romantic comedy. We know they're going to get together in the end. Right. Which I'll give you that to a certain extent, but I just felt there was still too many of them. But mm-hmm. I, the, the, again, there's all these little gems in there, the relationship with the foster dad. There the was some cool, yeah. Cool. There were some definitely good moments. And then there was a couple of those weird moments of like, well, they're explaining every heist that someone has a nose problem. Like someone's right. on cocaine, so then that gives them access to do every single job. Right. Like so I'm like, all right, okay, well, I, oh, really? So that's that's how everything runs. Is uh, someone has a drug problem, so now we can do these heists. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that actually I find plausible. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, that's, you know, it's interesting. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this. This will be the big movie of this 4th of yep. July weekend. And we hope you guys are enjoying your 4th, uh, um, having some uh, some fun, some days off of work, and you enjoy the podcast, and we will be back live on tape. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, <laughs> yeah. So next week uh, we will release a regular full full episode talking about everything that's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a week from watching movies. Yes, and you uh, know to recharge the batteries. Yeah, yeah. Go mm-hmm. surfing. Mm-hmm. Maybe never come back. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna uh, you're gonna pull a baby driver. You're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get pull a baby driver. <laughs> And then Chris is going to say, you're not out yet. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Because we're square? You think you're done? You, th- <laughs> <laughs> you think this cliched line just, wasn't going to happen yeah, in the just, movie? Yeah, just because I, I, I just paid for your dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the expensive restaurant. Oh, I got a pretty girlfriend there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So check this movie out. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, we're curious to see what you guys think. And if our message boards were working, we would uh, have you post there as well, but yeah. I think they're still broken. But uh, we're working on getting those fixed as well. $1,500 gets me to go see the Transformers movie, which is a cruel punishment. Yes. Um, and uh, One Patreon backers, don't let us down. Let's, let us make down. It, let's make it happen. Make Graham angry. It's only $380 away <laughs> right now. <laughs> don't forget the accents. And then another, yeah, then if the you bonus, the stretch goal, 1600 it will do it all in I accents. I totally forgot. That me was, too. That's Aaron's stretch goal, yes. $1,600 accent goal. Not just Graham, me, and if we get a guest, the guest will have to do them in accents, too. Hello, Transformers, <laughs> it is. See, there's a little taste of what you guys could all get right. for $1,600. Right. Of course, you get cool stuff. You get, um, we take the full video, uh, and you on, you get access to the the full video on the Patreon. We cut the episodes up video wise for the um, YouTube channel. You get bonus audio content, uh, like we just re- talked about a couple of trailers, and that's only going to go on the bonus Patreon stuff. You get um, some semi weekly polls. Yep, you, you get can, some polls. You, you get to vote on. And yeah, you get access to the Patreon only posts, mm-hmm. and uh, you're supporting the show. Yep. We couldn't do it without you. Like we said, we are not a corporate company. We don't have a corporate backer. We don't have a parent company. It's just us. So that gives us the freedom to do whatever we want and say whatever we want. No one is going to come in here and say, guys, you can't tell, you know, yeah. the studio, the, the Edgar Wright studio, you got you to gotta say you loved it all the way. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not what I thought. It's like, oh, well, then go to Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Go to Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. Go pump up Rotten Tomatoes numbers. Yes. <laughs> um. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, you know, positive reviews on iTunes help. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're really trying to blow that up. And also uh, use our Amazon link, too. Like, uh, we forgot to, uh, to mention this. We have an Amazon affiliate link on the website at comedyfilmers.com. Whenever you buy something on Amazon, use that link. And a lot of times, if you have an Amazon, a lot of times what people do is if, if you have, like, an Amazon shortcut on your browser, Make it our affiliate link so that every time you go to Amazon, you don't even have to think about it. You're just using our code and we get a little taste of anything you buy. The stuff you were going to buy anyway, you're yeah. just helping us out. Everyone shops on Amazon. Hope us, uh, that's another way to help out the show yeah. without spending any extra money. Follow all the social media at Comedy Film Nerds on Instagram, at Comedy Film Nerds on the Twitters. We're almost we're getting up near close to 10,000 uh, followers. Getting though. really close. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's get 10,000 Patreons. Whoa. Patreon supporters. Come on. We can do it. That would be a lot. Yes. <laughs> well, we're doing two spoiler ups a month, guys, because you guys hit the thousand dollar yep. level. So, and you're getting uh, the monthly, weekly Neil review 
That's every month. Live on live, tape. Live on tape <laughs> that he talks about um, on a semi-monthly basis. Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. That's our show. Thank you, Aaron Brungard and all the wonderful people here at the All Things Comedy Studio. Kermit the Frog is next door recording on the Soapbox soundstage. Yes, it's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, my name's Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. I'm with you, baby. <laughs>